welcome to the Destination Begin podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Smith. I've lost over 250 pounds. I've started my life over multiple times and managed to find humor, lessons, and joy in the process. And now I'm here sharing those stories with you. Thanks for joining me. Hi, hi. Little life to update for you. A lot of you like my life updates. You don't care about nutrition, weight, wellness, all that stuff. So you're just like, what's going on in Miami? What's going on with your life? So um, life has settled back in after my show. It's been a month and um, my body doesn't look anything like it did a month ago. Um, I've put on a comfortable little layer of fluff um, as is healthy and good. I'm telling myself Um, post-show prep pendulum is real. It's definitely the least egregious of all of my post-show pendulums. Um, A lot more prepared for it. Um, Of course, I've done it before, so I know what to expect and I know not to believe the own garbage in my head. Um, And this time, Amanda and I kind of set up a little more accountability with each other. So a lot more check-ins, a lot more being honest with how we're feeling, honest about the times where we have, you know, eaten food that just made us feel like garbage and just reminded us, okay... These are foods we wouldn't have eaten before anyway. We get on this like, oh, we can't have that on prep, can't have it on prep. And then afterwards, I can have all the things. And actually, those are things that I just normally, I don't choose anyway. But you get this this restrictive brain, which is why restrictive diets are so dangerous long term. Because now all of a sudden, it's like rebellion. Like, I'm having that. And I'm having that. You can't tell me no. And there's no reason not to. And then it's just stupid. Because you're like, actually, I didn't like that. I don't. I wouldn't have chosen it anyway. And so... Um, The pendulum has swung way, way less severely this time. So um, right now I'm on a commitment to, you know, eat my calories. I have a minimum calorie requirement because being in the habit of dieting for so long, it can be easy to get stressed about eating more. Um, And so I must eat a certain number of calories. And then I do have a ceiling number of calories because I don't want to just gain crappy fat. I want my body to normalize. I do want it to come to a happy, healthy weight again with maintaining all my muscle that I worked so hard for. So that's going well. It's, um, it's hard because the, the temptations that I see are like stupid things that didn't used to tempt me so much, like just being in the gas station. I don't normally, I'm not tempted by junk food in a gas station. It just doesn't occur to me. But one day I was over there and they had pepperoni pizza, like like 7-Eleven pizza. Like it's just disgusting pizza. But I'm like, I love a piece of pizza, please. And so I got a piece of pizza and I folded it in half and I had a couple big bites and I was like, this is the best. This is actually terrible. Why am I doing this? It was just this moment of rebellion. Like I can have it. So I'm doing it. Give me a piece of pizza. <laughs> it was really surprising. And then the other thing that I did that I laughed at later, like is just how pathetic it was again that like that rebellion i i wanted ice cream and they didn't have anything except like pints of haagen at the gas station and they didn't have spoons so i bought a pint of strawberry haagen and i was walking gus and i had one hand i had no spoon so i i squeezed it up like a push pop so like the edges popped up and then i ate it with my teeth like ice cream cone just like a little bit i don't think i maybe ate like a quarter of the pint but I caught a glimpse. I zoomed out and just saw myself from above for a second. I'm like, you, this is insane. Like, this is, this is insane behavior. So I got thrown in the garbage can in the parking lot and I was over it. But um, I was like, that was really pathetic. 
So if you think that you've done something really weird and shameful and terrible with food, uh, get in line behind me. I'm a health coach. I'm a binge eating recovery coach. I spend my whole day teaching people about nutrition and food strategies and rules. And I'm here to tell you that I fall on my face too. The key to you and I winning though, and never ever being stuck under a shame blanket and obese and not knowing how to proceed with life is that we don't quit. I didn't go and buy the whole store out and sit in my house for a month and eat like I used to. I threw the crap in the garbage. I went to bed. The next day I went right back to my healthy habits. It was tough. A day one is tough. But as soon as that sugar was out of my system, it became normal again for me to eat according to my habits. That is the skill that we cultivate. When we fall down, we don't roll around in the mud, cover ourselves in it, scratch ourselves up, ruin our entire lives and figure we'll we'll just fix it tomorrow. The skill is fall down and we get right back up, dust it off and move forward. The less attention put on the event, the better. The less time we spend down, the better. Off we go. If we can keep that skill, if we can hone that skill, we can be confident that we're never going to find ourselves buried in a mud puddle of shame next to the path that we should be traveling. I can't guarantee that I'll never fall down again. I'm planning to never fall down again. My goal is to never fall down again. We can all purpose to make a big hairy commitment that we are going to follow a food plan that is healthy for us for the rest of our lives. But also knowing like if I fall down, I will forgive myself with grace and I will get up and I will get right back on my path, period. And when you do that enough time, you don't have anxiety and stress. You trust yourself and you move forward. That's the only reason I can do bodybuilding shows because I know that if that pendulum swings, that it's gonna slow down, I am going to be okay. I'm going to get back to the straight, healthy path that makes me feel good, that keeps me at peace with food. So that's where I am post-show. I would say the pendulum has stopped swinging for the most part. It's a little wobbly sometimes, but um, I'm feeling good in my body and I have energy, which I really love, and I'm eating foods that I really love, and I'm enjoying all those things. I have my moments, but um, it's going well. Um, Miami Beach is hot, hot, hot. It's so hot. It's so hot. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just hot and muggy and steamy. And I was in Austin, Texas last weekend. It was 100 degrees there, not quite as humid, and it felt cooler than here. Um, I'd never been to Austin, Texas before, but my friend Courtney lives there. She moved there from DC and I had not gotten out there to see her before. I've never been to the state of Texas till last weekend. So, um, she moved to Austin. So I went for a quick weekend and I don't really know what's cool about Austin, even though I was just there because Courtney and I are very similar. We are what we call boss babes, um, both building businesses and, uh, we would rather work than do many other things. And um, she's still a tourist in her own city, but she took some time off and we did our favorite things. We went to her CrossFit gym and had a really awesome kick-ass personal training session with one of the coaches there. We both agree about CrossFit. Like neither one of us like CrossFit because you show up, it's like 20 minutes of mobility, some Olympic, Olympic lifting, and then you have like a water and AMRAP that's like 10 minutes. So you go in there, you feel like you work out for 12 minutes. It's a total waste of time. I hate it. I was super into CrossFit for a long time. Now I'm like, I, I, no, it's not for me. Um, and if you love CrossFit, awesome. I, I get it. Going every single day is different. It's just uh, not my thing anymore. Same for her. But, but
but the workouts and the ability to have functional training with CrossFit is amazing. So she has a trainer there that she pays personal training rate to, and he creates wads and workouts for her individually, one-on-one that are amazing. And he trained us both and he kicked our butts. I had the best time. I loved, loved, loved everything that we did. I did not love one of them very much, but I loved how sore I was after. So we did that. And then we did a hike that went down the front of a mountainside that was all these like stairs built out of logs. So it was going downhill super steep and then back up. It took an hour. We were sweating. We were covered in dust. It was so much fun. I love doing active things like that because we had so much talking to do, so much catching up to do and sitting, staring at each other, doing nothing, talking is dumb when we could just be out doing active things and catching up. Also, you connect your heart and your emotions and your mind more thoroughly when your body is moving when you're talking. Did you know that? Think cement, the rhythm of your stride catches with the rhythm in your brain. And um, you, you, it's like there's like magic that happens in conversation. So if you have a chance to walk and talk, do it. Um, so we did that. And then we did go to dinner at the Oasis at Lake Travis, which was this really cool big thing. I don't even know how to describe it. It was like this three-story restaurant, really kitschy, um, on the side of a mountain overlooking this giant lake, Lake Travis, which was very dry. It was beautiful. Um, had amazing fajita steak. My goal on this trip was to just eat a lot of protein, not eat any junk, and um, move a lot. And Courtney also eats a lot of protein, doesn't eat any junk, and moves a lot. So it was like the greatest time to go on a trip knowing I'd have to worry about being presented food situations where I'd have to say no and suffer while other people ate good things like I like would smell. Um, we ate amazing, delicious, clean, healthy food and it was awesome. And we cooked at her house. I love it. I love spending time with people that are so in line with my lifestyle, not saying that other people are bad, that they're not. It's just so easy. Um, and I, I, it was just fun. So we did that. We stayed up late and chatted. We went down to sixth street, which is the famous street in Austin where there's all these bars and restaurants and whatnot. Neither one of us are bar people. She doesn't drink at all. I rarely drink but it was fun to walk along and see the funny names of the places, the Jackalope and I don't know. Um, but when we pulled up to 6th Street, she found one parking spot and I got out and it happened to be right in front of Voodoo Donuts. So I have been to Voodoo Donuts in Portland one time and I didn't get to go in and get donuts because the line was 17 billion trillion people long and I was with Randy and Randy doesn't wait in lines. The end. So I didn't get to have a voodoo donut and I was like, whatever. So we pull up and there's a voodoo donut and there's nobody in line. And guess what I'm not eating right now? Donuts. Donuts. I made a deal with Amanda that if I eat a sweet treat or dessert in August, she can't go to the fair. And if she eats a sweet treat or dessert in August, I can't go to the fair because our pinky swears were starting to be useless. So I'm like, uh, if I eat a voodoo donut, Amanda can't go to the fair and I would never do that to her. So I can't break my commitment. So I had to walk past voodoo donut, whatever. I was fine. I was actually really glad because I always feel like garbage after I eat um, garbage and it wasn't donut party time, but that was fun. I also got to see the Capitol building. And then we, the highlight was we walked around Lady Bird Lake, which is a 10 mile circle. And we were going to run part of it. We did run a little bit of it, but it was so hot. I was like, I tapped out. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm too hot. And I'm so sore from our CrossFit workout the day before. So I think we ran about three miles and walked and talked for the other seven. It was an amazing way to spend three hours of the day. And then we were just so proud of ourselves because I'm like, you know, we are over 40. 
we didn't think twice about taking a 10 mile walk and we're done and we're fine. Like we were a little tired, but, um, we're really proud of our fitness levels and I'm not bragging, but we're really proud because, um, we both have been morbidly obese in our lives and we both have, have fought and won over binge eating, um, and so many different things. And so we're just really proud. We're like, yeah, we are proud women. We are strong, strong, powerful, powerful, strong. So Austin was really, really cool. I liked it a lot. Um, and hopefully we'll get to go back out there. But it just highlighted to me, you know, the people that you surround yourself, they they call you higher. I went out there and I always, when I spend time with Courtney, um, there's always some nuggets of wisdom and truth I get from her from a business perspective and a life perspective. I tend to get stuck in my head on obstacles. Like, well, this won't work and I don't know whether there's, I just haven't been able to figure it out. And after spending a few days with her, it just made me say, you know what? I don't want to come and report to her all of the things that I can't overcome in my business. I, I've now identified by speaking, these are issues I have. I don't want to come back and see her again and have this be an issue. I want to solve it. And so on the plane, I sat down and wrote the obstacles that I have allowed to remain. And it's like, you know what? I am going to tackle these things. I'm going to at least implement a solution. And if that doesn't work, fine, but I'm not going to be passive anymore. And so one by one, since I've gotten home, I've been attacking these obstacles and seeing movement and momentum. And it's brought fresh life into those areas of my business. So encouraging. And that's the power of being around other people who call you higher, people who have high standards for themselves, people who don't just pet you and say, oh, I'm so sorry, that's terrible. But people who say, you know, I don't know if this serves you, but have you considered this? Or have you considered changing your language around that? Or I don't like that for you. Those kinds of conversations are powerful. And if you have people in your life that are brave enough to say that to you, that trust you, that you'll take truth, that that you have that space, find time to be around and talk to those people. Courtney and I are very, very different people. Our personalities are actually very different, but we are aligned in these ways that are just eerie. We have some really significant dates in our lives that line up. We have um, some of the same exact struggles, same exact history in many ways, and therefore we can hear each other. And for some reason, there are certain things that Courtney says that ring so loud in my soul when she says them, that if someone else said it, it would probably bounce right off. But we all have people, I believe, in our life that can speak to us in a voice that our hearts and souls will hear, that we will listen to. And that is Courtney, and I'm so grateful. And so I've had so much to chew on since being around Courtney. So surround yourself with people who call you higher simply because of who they are and how they live your life. She also said something that just hit me so hard and I loved it. Um, She said she was talking to somebody about something in her life and they automatically just gave her a whole bunch of advice. And she thought, you know, I don't want advice from people that live a life I don't want. If I don't want your life, I don't want your advice. We have people in our lives that live in such a way that we would never live. And this sounds judgy, but it's not. If you know somebody that's in a terrible relationship, don't take relationship advice from them. If you know somebody who's financially irresponsible, don't take money advice from them. If you're around people who are completely and utterly irresponsible and live a life that's a total mess, don't take advice from them. Those people are not going to give you anything that's going to call you higher. And so it really solidified when I need input to go to the people who have the lives that are ones that I want. I want a life like Courtney. 
not like her physical apartment in her town, but I want a life lived like Courtney. That's always striving, growing, working, becoming, and chase changing lives. She knows so much about nutrition and gut health and healing people's bodies with food. Um, I just, I learn so much when I'm around her. I ask her questions because I'm a nutritionist, but I'm not a nutritionist in that way. Like I can talk to you about macros and the science of that, but she understands the gut biome. And when you have issues with digestion and you have health problems, how food plays a role in healing those issues. And so I learned a lot. So long story short, it was fun weekend with Courtney. She's my mini me. She's shorter than me, uh, but she's blonde and we both have big old smiles and we have big old hearts. And we happened to be wearing the same thing. Like I came out of my room in a bright blue dress and she came out of her room in a bright blue dress and we did not plan it. It was crazy. It's like, uh, we did not plan this. So we just have great minds. Um, so that was really, really fun. And then, uh, the beach, we're just, um, we're ramp- revamping boot camp, changing a lot of things up. Really exciting. Um, I've been studying, got certified in, um, let's see, speed, agility, and quickness. So I can do fun drills on the sand with like cones and balls and whistles. And I'm super excited for some fun drills, really challenging my boot campers, get their reflexes sharper, um, get them to pivot and turn and be quick. And it's going to be really, really fun. So I love getting certified in new things. Um, Luckily, when you're a personal trainer, you have to um, take, um, extra credits to keep your certification active. So it forces you to learn more, which is actually really fun. And then big news. I have big news. I am now an F45 trainer. So I've talked about this before. I loved F45 when I was in Minnesota. F45 is my favorite place to work out ever. And I wanted to be a trainer there. Um, and so I got certified to be a personal trainer And then went back and said, hey, I'm certified. I'm ready to start like you promised. And they were like, oh, actually, we only hire people with two years experience, which was a bold-faced lie because they hired people like that very same week that had zero experience. So it was a lie. I don't understand. Somebody had it in for me. I don't care. Because that no was the yes that I actually needed to come to Miami and start Miami Beach Boot Camp, which is mine. Anyway, I digress. That was a heartbreak because I love F45. But it ended up being the best thing that could happen to me. But now, now that I'm done with my show, I was like, I want to go back and be a member at F45 because I want to train that way again. I love it. I need something just for me. I run boot camps. I teach classes. I run a class at an indoor gym. I'm constantly doing these things and leading workouts. But I want to go take a class. I want to be challenged by a trainer. And by I, I want, this is why I started the boot camp is I want to work out. So there's a new location opening on South Beach. So I reached out to see when they were opening. And then I said, hey, do you guys need trainers? Because I'm available part-time. I would love to just be involved. And I met the owners. They were stoked to have me. They hired me. I did all my training. We're going to open the end of August. And I get to be a trainer at the new location. And I get to work out there. And it's in a really cool spot on South Beach. It's called F45 South Point. And um, it's like a dream come true. I'm not going to tell them this, but they don't even have to pay me. I'm just so excited to be a part of F45. If you've never been to an F45 training gym and there's one near you, go. It is the best. It's the best workout. It's the best way to train your body. Anyone can do it. Old, young, super fit, not fit. Everything is modifiable. Everything can be done and it's going to keep you. It's a safe way to learn to work out. It's a safe way to work out. It's amazing. So, 
I am stoked out of my mind to put the F45 uniform on. And um, they need a head trainer at this location, so I'm definitely throwing my hat in the ring for that too once we get going. Um, it would just be amazing. I love F45. So, um, and then I also just got hired on at the Carillon, which is a wellness spa I used to work at. Um, just got hired on there. I'm going to be doing some really exciting things with their health and wellness um, programs, personal training, and then bringing some of my mindset coaching programs there. So um, really, really excited to be putting some some roots here in some new ways. I'm back to saying yes to everything and just saying, if this is in front of me and it excites me, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to bring what I have to the places that are asking me to show up and let it all grow and blossom. So very, very exciting. So there is your Miami life update. I'm going to be back in Minnesota for the state fair. So if you are a Minnesotan and you're going to the state fair, hit me up because I will potentially be able to see you at the fair. Um, I'm excited to see my family. I had such a good time with my family. Uh, my sister's birthday was last week. Super funny. Um, I don't send flowers. I don't call a florist and send flowers. I have Instacart, which is a grocery delivery subscription service. I love it. It's $10 a month. You get unlimited free grocery deliveries as long as your order is 35 bucks or more. And um, it saves me a ton of time. It also keeps me from impulse purchases at the store. But so what I do is I put in the address of the person that I want to send flowers to, and I find a grocery store near them and have an Instacart order of flowers. And then I can send a cake or ice cream or chocolates. Or like for Father's Day, I sent uh, some steaks and some ice cream and a cake to my mom's house so that she could make that for Father's Day so then I couldn't be there. If someone is sick, you can send them some soup and some crackers and some NyQuil. So for my sister's birthday, um, I arranged my niece's idea, actually. She wanted to send flowers. So I said, let's do Costco. We'll do a big bouquet, and then we'll get a cake, too, for the office at where she works, and, and then they'll be able to have cake. So I ordered it on Instacart, a big bouquet of flowers, a big cake. Well, then later on, I'm like, I should order from Costco. So I ordered some groceries on Costco. And for some reason, the addresses got mixed up. So on her birthday, my sister, my niece sent my sister some coffee from Postmates. And we got a text saying, thank you for the caffeine. It was so nice. They said, well, there's a giant Costco order coming as well today. So keep your eye open for it. She's like, okay. So a couple hours later, I get a picture and a text that says, thank you. Um, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. And it was a picture of my Costco order that was delivered to her office. So she had a picture of a pallet that had two cases of bottled water, zucchini, a case of liquid egg whites, a jug of milk, and bananas. Uh, so she was very confused because I said, there's a big Costco order coming. And she didn't know what, she's like, am I supposed to make a smoothie or <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That's my groceries. So I go online for some reason, the flowers and the cake were not found. The shopper didn't find cake and flowers, but they delivered all the other stuff. So the address had gotten changed. It could have been my error. I don't know how, cause I verified it anyway. Instacart was great. They refunded me. They sent me my groceries. She got to keep all the zucchini and bottled water. So then I reordered from a different store, a bouquet of flowers, a cake, a pint of ice cream, and some candles. Then I got a text a couple of hours later saying, thank you for the candles and the ice cream. 
So I look. That shopper couldn't find the cake or the flowers either. They weren't in stock. And instead of substituting like a normal person, they just went to my sister's office, dropped off a pint of ice cream and a package of flower of candles. So fail number two. So finally, I went back to Costco. I went online, ordered flowers and a cake. And I put a note. Dear shopper, if you cannot find these flowers and this cake, please do not leave Costco without a bouquet of some kind of flowers and a cake of some kind and deliver to the address below. Thank you. And that shopper managed to pull it off. So she, in the end, got cake and flowers and candles and ice cream and zucchini and milk and bananas, liquid egg whites, bottled water, and a lot of laughter on her birthday. So my whole, hey, use Instacart, it's great, is kind of not holding water normally. I've never had that kind of issue. And to be fair, like I said, they refunded me. They actually gave me a $10 credit for all of my shenanigan issues and all is well. That ends well. So excited to see her in person. She's saving the egg whites for my visit. (laughs) Do you love chocolate? Because I love chocolate. But chocolate usually is full of sugar. And chocolate triggers my lizard brain and my binge behavior. So I don't eat chocolate regularly. But I found a solution for us. It's called Gatsby chocolate. Gatsby, G-A-T-S-B-Y, like the great Gatsby. It's a company that has made amazing, delicious chocolate products using allulose to sweeten. So their chocolate has five grams of net carbs per serving, only five grams of sugar per serving, and is 70 calories per serving. Delicious. They have chocolate bars, giant chocolate bars that ends up being three servings. So 210 calories for a giant chocolate bar if you want to eat the whole thing. I always add up the whole thing because let's just call a spade a spade. I'm going to eat the whole thing. But they have flavors like dark chocolate sea salt, dark chocolate almond, white chocolate cookies and cream, which is my personal favorite. And then they have these little milk chocolate gems. They're like M&Ms, except they're cuter. They're pink and purple and green. And they are milk chocolate in 70 calories for a whole bag. It's a giant handful of a treat, 70 calories. So you can make that fit your macros and your calories so easily. They also have dark chocolate peanut butter cups and milk chocolate peanut butter cups. Their products are so delicious, super low calorie. And guess what? I have a discount for you that's 50% off. 50% off your order if you use my code Kristen50. K-R-I-S-T-E-N-5-0. Gets you 50% off at gatsbychocolate.com. Go on their website, look at all their products. They sell out quickly and often on a lot of their products. So go back if they are sold out, keep checking back. But right now they have all the chocolate bars in stock, but hurry, this discount code is amazing. Kristen 50 gets you 50% off and you'll be able to satisfy your sweet truth, your chocolate craving, and not ruin your macros or your calorie bucket for the day. Take a look at their products. You're going to love them. Free shipping as well. Temperature controlled shipping. So in the summertime, it's going to get to you without being melty. I throw mine in the freezer anyway, because they're also really delicious frozen. So check them out. GatsbyChocolate.com. Use my code Kristen 50. pretend, visualize, imagine. These are all words that I use a lot in coaching. Um, Why? Because our mind is where a lot of things happen. And we are often forced to make decisions now that get us results that we can't see till later. Not a big surprise. It's tough though, because in the moment we have a need or a want, 
and to deny that for a future outcome that we can't see and sometimes we can't even imagine, it's really tough. So we have to have a very clear vision of what we're after in order to defer the pleasure to that moment of realizing our goal. So when I think about what I'm after, so for instance, my bodybuilding show, I use this example a lot. When I got up in the morning and I didn't want to lift because it really doesn't make a difference today if I lift in the grand scheme. If I only skip today, it wouldn't make a big difference. But if I do that often, I'm not going to get what I want. And so I have to get up and I have to lift and I have to choose the healthy food instead of the donuts because I have July 9th on my brain and I want to stand on a stage and feel good and look like I belong there. So for a moment far away, I started prepping for this show back in February for a day, one day in July. All this work between February and July for a moment on just one day. And I'm telling you, it's a moment. It's been a month now since my show and I don't look anything like that anymore. It's truly a moment. But that's a lot of decision points that have to be made over and over and over and over again, denying the current want for the future outcome. So in order to continue to be able to do that, visualization imagination and pretending become a big part of your life. So visualization is a little bit different than pretending. So visualization would involve you closing your eyes and imagining and visualizing what you want being present. So I want to walk across the stage in a teeny tiny bikini and show off my muscles and look like a bodybuilder. So I had to over and over again, close my eyes Imagine the whole process. Visualize the whole process in my head. What's it going to feel like standing backstage? My skin, how the suit is going to feel. I'm going to be not wearing many clothes. I'm going to have air on my skin. I'm going to be in tall heels. When I walk, how are my legs going to move? How am I going to carry myself? What's my stomach going to feel like? And imagining all of those things very, very clearly. And then imagining walking across the stage, my feet on the stage, the sound of the heels hitting the stage, how I'll feel when I lock in my pose and smile. What are the thoughts that are going to go through my head in that moment? And how am I going to feel? Am I going to think, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, I wish I'd worked harder. Or am I going to want to think, here it is. I did it. I did it. Every single moment that I possibly could, I did the right thing. Here it is. Feel the hair on my back, my long extensions flowing down my back, the bright lights on my skin. I visualized that over and over and over again. So much so that when I was sitting at a table and everyone is passing pizza and pasta and alcohol, that I was able to pull back in my head and while not stoked to say no in the moment... Like, nope, I have a vision of something that I want and I want it very badly. And it trumps what I'm looking at, what I'm smelling right now, what I'm seeing right now. This is something that you can do. If you have a pair of pants you're trying to get into, if you have an event that you're going to attend and you are working really, really hard to hit a goal by then, visualize walking into that event, walking in wearing something that you're proud to wear. Imagine how it feels on your body, how it feels when your feet hit the floor, how you're looking people in the eye, how you carry yourself, how it feels that morning to wake up and say, I did it. I'm going to this event and this outfit fits. 
and putting it on, pulling it on over your body. Imagine looking yourself in the mirror. Maybe you turn, twirl. Maybe you call your partner to come in. Look, look, look. It fits. And the exaltation of that moment of feeling good, the compliments that you'll get. You need to think about that now, 12 weeks, 10 weeks, eight weeks, however far away it is. Think about it now. And then look at your decisions for the day. What decisions are you going to make today that are going to make that moment possible? Visualize it over and over. I try to end my day before I go to sleep visualizing my wishes fulfilled, my dreams accomplished. It puts me to sleep trying to live in what I want, taking it for my own. It becomes real in my imagination when I go to sleep. And then when I wake up, it's easier to do the things that I would do once I got that. I asked that question too. If I handed you your dream body right now, what would you have to do today to keep it that way? Because that's what you need to do to get it that way. When you get your dream body, when you've lost all of the weight that you need to lose, the habits that get you there are the habits you have to maintain to keep it. Otherwise, you're like, boom, got it. Put the outfit on, go into the buffet, going to get pizza, never working out again. You're going to gain all the way back. You're going to come right back to where you started. So the habits you implement now not only get you there eventually, but they have to be a part of your daily life. So visualization is a powerful tool to make sure that our actions line up now with what we want then. And then pretending a little bit different. This is where you get some private time, okay? You don't want to do this in public. People think you're nuttier than a fruitcake. But pretend. I do this all the time. I live alone. I don't get caught. But I pretend conversations. I'm trying to build my booty. My butt is flat. I'm trying to build my butt. So I imagine a year from now, somebody that I know says, whoa, your butt's amazing. Whoa. What did you do? I remember you used to be so flat, butt. like you had no butt and you, you have a really nice butt. What did you do? Oh, well I did butt work three times a week. Even if I don't want to, I did weighted, um, glute bridges three times a week. I went heavy and I held at the top and it was hard. And no matter what I skipped in the gym, I was never glute day. And I just did it. And I pushed it and I made sure that it was uncomfortable and I didn't want to do it. And I picked weights that scared me and I kept doing it. And it took a really long time, but time passes anyway. And, uh, and yeah, I haven't made a big change in a year, but I certainly have made a change and it's been worth it. And now I can move more weights. It's actually exciting because I can lift more weights with my glutes so I don't hate it as much. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, I've always wanted to grow my glutes, it's so hard. Oh, well you can start, you just gotta start. I did it, if I can do it, you can do it. That's the conversation that I imagine that I'm going to have in a year, so I pretend, I act it out, I practice it. And then when I go to the gym and I don't wanna do glute bridges, I remember that conversation that I've already had in my bathroom with future Kristen and future person of interest, whomever it is, And I say, yeah, if that's what I want, I got to do the work today, 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 today. I don't get tomorrow. I can't put it off. If I want those results in August of 2023, I got to do that work in August of 2022. I can't say I've been working on my butt for a year unless I do it today. So pretending if it's not something like that, it translates to anything in your life. Like, whoa, you quit your job and started your own business. How on earth did you have courage to do that? Well, I worked my butt off until I could afford to quit. Um, I worked evenings and weekends. I sacrificed a lot of social events. I was really tired, but it was worth it. And now I'm getting back my balance. And now I'm starting to make a profit. And it's really, really tough. But 
You know, being able to see the future makes it easier to sacrifice those things now. I have that conversation too, because I get tired. I, I left a really lucrative career to start my businesses and um and I haven't been I haven't been I mean I haven't been out there and talking about it all the time, but I, I don't shy away from the fact that it is hard. It is hard to build a business, it is hard to build a clientele, it is hard to build trust. It's hard to know I don't know a thing about marketing. I don't know a thing about advertising. I don't know how to make a funnel or a pipeline or ads. I've had to learn all this stuff and I'm still not good at it. So on the weekend when people are like, Kristen, you work too hard. You need to have more fun. It's like, yes, I do. But also if I can learn how to build this pipeline, I might be able to get another client, which means I might be able to actually serve another soul and I might get better at it. And then I might be able to step further into this business that I'm so passionate about. So I'm able to say no to the pizza party this time or the boat party or whatever it is, even though that also is important sometimes, but I can sacrifice some of that for what I'm working for. So if you have a goal, whether it's your body, your health, your fitness, your income, your relationship to visualize what you want and walking through a day in the life with that thing that you have, and then to pretend, have those conversations, role play, imagine what you'll say. And it will tell you what you now need to do to get there. You already know the way. It's just a matter of enough reps in your head to where it becomes real to you. Real enough that it's no longer a painful sacrifice, but you want to. Now, obviously, the pendulum can swing too much the other way. I often work way too much. I often don't take enough rest. I'm getting a lot better at finding some harmony there. And I do say yes to invitations for rest time and boat time and fun things. I've been doing a lot of traveling this summer. I cannot complain at all about working too much this summer. So I've found some balance there. But it's important to say, how much rest and relaxation and fun do I really need? And how much of it is just the pressure of other people? Other people often pressure you to have fun because they themselves want people to have fun with. And they're not chasing big, audacious, hairy goals like you are, which is totally fine. Not everybody has to chase and want the same things. Some people are perfectly happy and do perfectly well with their careers, with their schedule, and they have a lot of free time. That's totally fine. But if you're chasing something, if you want a body goal, if you want a fitness goal, if you have a business goal, you get to choose what you want and how you spend your time. I have way more fun working than I do, quote unquote, having fun. When I know I'm executing, I'm getting valuable work done. The most comfortable pillow to sleep on is the pillow made of hard work, consistency, time under tension, whether it's your body, your business, your relationships, whatever it is. A really uncomfortable pillow is made by knowing you left something on the table, that you were mediocre, that you could have done more, but you blew it off. That's an uncomfortable pillow at night. So build yourself a comfortable pillow really, really imagine having what you want, pretend those conversations, make them real to you, and then you'll know exactly how to execute. And then of course do it. (laughs) You know, it's fun to dream, fun to visualize, but then you got to go after it and actually put in the work. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. If you want to interact with me, go ahead and send me an email, Kristen at kristensmithonline.com. Follow me on Instagram, The Kristen Experience, and make sure you share this podcast with a friend. 
That's all I have for you today. Have an awesome week. We'll see you next time here on Destination Begin.